0: The whole experience has humbled me starting the business but I was just like wow that's crazy but anyways we post the video and 20 minutes later there's a lineup of kids at the store and we're trying to pull these hoodies out of boxes and we can't pull them out fast enough to sell them then we sold like hundred hoodies one day and i literally looked over at the fridge and i was like milk number two be prepared to lose money be prepared to send you know your sample money Five, six, seven, eight, ten thousand dollars—whatever your whatever the amounts you're going to get is—and be prepared to lose that.
1: Thanks for tuning in today at the Rocket Podcast. This is our very first episode with a very special guest, JD of Milk Run, local Calgary clothing brand.
0: What's up, guys?
1: Yeah, thanks for coming in today and supporting our new venture at the Rocket Studio. Thanks for having me. Yes, so uh, you have a clothing brand. It's called Milk Run. It's what you're wearing today. Yes. What's been making you happy lately?
0: Uh, really just just seeing... I've, I'm one that's not really too active in the community. Um, over this long weekend, Victoria, long weekend that just happened, I was out Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and seeing the amount of people wearing it in the city, in different quadrants, um, that really, I just... It, I, I, the, the whole experience has humbled me starting the business but i was just like wow that's crazy you know like six seven people every time we turn corners is like damn like the holy holy like it's crazy so that's uh that that right now today has been the thing that's made me the most happiest
1: amazing how long did it take you to get there
0: um, I've, I've, we've been open for three and a half years. Um, prior to opening was months of work and preparation and planning and, and trying to create the vision, um, and items and bringing items to life. Uh, so we're we're just about four years in. This October we'll be four years open with a store location. Uh, we started with a store location, didn't start online. We just went brick and mortar and. Just sold the lifestyle straight up, right up there, right off the jump, October 2019. So you guys
1: didn't go like
0: nope, every nothing. new
1: trendy person that nope. want to make it overnight and started like an online store and you said nope. I'm going to make a million bucks? No, nope. so we didn't do that. Order? We
0: just went straight in. Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm going to go back to this question that I might, but first I want to tell me more about like your early days. How did you get here?
0: um i worked well i used to be a hip-hop artist so i used to rap um i've toured with raekwon onyx um, uh, multiple artists twist uh uh, just blaze like i've worked with multiple artists um so that's what i used to do and i've always been infatuated with fashion um didn't think that it was going to be something that i was going to do and milk run was only the the store name when we first started, and it was never really the brand name. There was no brand that was Milkrun. It was just the store name. And I wanted to focus on blanks, just regular white t-shirts, um, white or black t-shirts, I should say, because I, I just wanted the best core line you could have in the world. And I didn't even know that I was going to produce it or manufacture it on my own at this time. I just went down to uh, to the States, went into a couple areas, and I just found really good blank t-shirts that I could rebrand. Um, and it grew from there. It grew from people asking to have the physical name of the, sh- of the store and the logo, the, the milk bottle on the shirt growing into, I'm just going to play around with graphics. Um, mind you, this is all on Microsoft paint. I didn't, I'm self-taught on everything. I don't know. I didn't know Photoshop at the time. So this is 2019 and I'm playing around with Microsoft paint and I put a little lucky, uh, uh, uh the Chinese cat inside of a milk bottle and we pulled it out put it on our instagram story we had maybe 300 followers at the time maybe less oh wow yeah like
1: 2019 yeah this this is this is
0: this is like i'm gonna say november like right after remembrance day yeah in in october or in november 2019 okay yeah so what is it yeah four it's just about four years now um and we we post a photo I still have this video because I like I look at it every now and then because this is the coolest shit. But anyways, we post the video and 20 minutes later, there's a lineup of kids at the store and we're trying to pull these hoodies out of boxes and we can't pull them out fast enough to sell them.
1: And at that moment, did you have the store already?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's in Cross Iron. So so we opened up October 2019. We were selling just blank T-shirts and I actually was carrying a brand called Lifted Anchors. Um, we still do carry them every now and then. Uh, I was carrying Puma, a um, bunch of other different brands, right? So it was, it was basically um, a modernized... Uh, I, should, I don't want to say Nordstrom's, but like a modernized boathouse, I guess yeah. you could say, like a cool a cool shop.
1: So um, you, s- you started, like you were a hip-hop artist, so you're, you're yeah, you... Yeah, 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 I used to rap, when so... Was, when was the moment that when, like, you realized... I want to have my own blank or like brand.
0: Um. Like so it's 2018, and I'm oh I, that that whole transition is like it was a weird transition. Um, Milk Run overtook my life, so I like I don't even I don't even I don't even look at music anymore.
1: In what sense did Milk Run took your life?
0: It took over like it just it got that busy. It got that intense that I had to pay that much attention to it, that I had to grow it. I had to put all my time and effort into it um, to the point where it's like I just left work, came here. You know, I'll go home, cook, start designing and then go to bed. So and that's just because I'm designing next year's spring right now and ideas flow. Right. So
1: so you're today we're May 23rd and you're designing our ideas next for the next year. Yes, yes,
0: yes. That's just. I. There's no rule. There's no rule to it. I, there might be. I don't know. I didn't go to school for this. I'm all self-taught. So, um, yeah. They. That's what I'm doing right now. So you
1: flew into the state for the first time, and you find these wholesaler that you were somehow somewhat satisfied with the blanks. Yeah. They were. When was the moment then when you realized, I'm gonna go and manufacture my own?
0: Um. I took an opportunity. So, I. You know how hard it is to find a manufacturer in Canada and how expensive it is. Um, I was fortunate enough, somebody messaged me, (laughs) and I was like, you know what? I'm going to roll my dice with these guys. And and mind you, at this point, I'm getting... i'm gonna say nine to ten i still to this day get nine to ten dms facebook they hit me on whatsapp i don't even know how they get my number we get this but the they time get it really. on whatsapp <laughs> yeah. and they're like they call me non-stop until they pick up you, you should see the amount of samples i have in my back room right some of them are good some of them are like absolutely garbage but yeah i took my chance uh with a manufacturer i uh How do you get the trust? Somebody randomly
1: emails you from the other side Man, there's still no
0: trust. (laughs) There's still no trust. Like every day it's like, dude, this like dude could run away with my money. You know what I mean? But the cool thing about this is my manufacturer right now is we actually just bought a new factory. He tripled his size from the amount of business we've done in just two and a half years with him. Because the first year I wasn't manufacturing on my own. I was was dealing with with like basically just printing on blanks that's all i that's all i was doing right
1: and printing on blinks you mean for people that don't know is like you go to these wholesalers they have all these and you buy blanks. yeah
0: you buy what they what you get in a pack yeah. and then you take it to a print house something like the rocket or you yeah. whatever and then yeah go from there you yeah. put your graphics down you yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah that's 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 what i was doing on microsoft paint what? On Microsoft, off of Microsoft Paint, so I should say. So
1: like not even using Canva. Dude, we using like <laughs> my, my
0: images when I'd send them to people would be like two centimeters by two centimeters because <laughs> I didn't know. Like I didn't know what how big of a canvas to work on. Nothing, right? So, so it, it was, yeah.
1: Would you relate your success more to your 300 followers on Instagram that were very loyal and dedicated to you that they showed up when you first opened the brick and mortar I store? Mean,
0: I mean, 100%. Yeah. And, that's and, and every new follower we get too. That's, that's, that's why we're successful, right? What would
1: you tell people that are wanting 1 million and they're not satisfied? Maybe the few thousands they have and they're just, Oh, you have no followers, but like you had only 300,
0: put your phone down. That's what they need to do. Put your phone down, reconnect to life. Cause that's, you're not, you're not, you can't sell to somebody by them reading them. Reading is them reading in their own tone. And if you add an exclamation mark behind something when you're excited, that might sound aggressive to somebody else, and they'll be like, "Whoa, this is a pretentious brand." You could even be like, "Yo, our brand new teas are out. Get them before they're gone!" Exclamation, and it's like three different people will read that three different ways. You know what I yep. mean? So when when you say when you say the people who who aren't happy because they have a million followers is is literally. Are they real, number one? Did you buy them? Because I know a lot of brands in Calgary, they're buying followers right now. And that's cool. Like, if that's what you want, you know, if the followers is what you want, then that's fine. But I'd rather have clientele. So put your phone down, gain clientele. That's the only thing I think I could really say to them um, to stop being so fixated on your followers number. Like, that's not your bank account.
1: What's the number one problem you're fixing for your audience through your brand?
0: Um. D- This was the hardest question because I went through the questions that you and I was like, man, this guy's going to get me on this. And thank you. Thank you, too, because we're I think Milk Run as a whole is solving that like the dead local brand. You know what I mean? We're 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 resolving and I think contributing more to the local community and shining spotlight on on a local brand, even though it's my brand. We're shining spotlight on a local brand from Calgary that has sustainable cotton that has high quality, you know, our quality of mm-hmm. cotton, um, the new age fits, it's modernized. Um, I said this in a different podcast. I was like, we're not a closet brand. We're not a brand that you put in the closet and let it sit there and the moths eat it. Um, we're something that's worn every day and everyday lifestyle. And that's what I think we're, I, I don't want to say solving cause solving is, is a big word in mm-hmm. my dictionary. It, it means, you know, to resolve the problem, but I think we're contributing to, people trusting um entrepreneurs more is what i think locally yeah locally mm. even globally like we you know i just shipped out packages to australia today oh wow yeah, yeah. um so i i i, I, I want i would like to think that we are contributing to the um the guarantee of quality and pride again in a brand you know what is
1: your vision behind micron
0: um you know, you would ask me that six months ago, I would have told you was to be the best white t-shirt in the game, the best black t-shirt in the game, just the fit, the feel, the weight, everything. And and now I really want to propel the brand into an international name. Um, I really want to go global with it. Uh, I want to tap, you know multiple areas of the world. I would love to have a store in Japan. I'd love to have a store in London. I'd love to have a store in Paris, one in New York, like all those cool hubs where the main creators are. Um, I would love to be able to have a shop there and contribute to that part as well, like the forefathers of, of the fashion and the trends. Um, so when I look at my brand now, from where it, where it is, where it was, um, I really see that growth, and I really see the the introduction into stepping into that world. I think, anyways.
1: So, as a small business owner and brand founder, three and a half year in business, what was your biggest challenges?
0: Aside from the pandemic. <laughs> uh, we could start
1: with that. Perhaps. Well, you started right into the pandemic. Because literally. I, I had started a cosmetic line hey, right before, ch- yeah. which is collapsed completely. Yeah. So that didn't survive for me. Check How this did you, out. Guys? Yeah.
0: We, we opened October 2019. Um, January 20th, we closed to move to a bigger location that I go renovate. I opened February 14th, March 3rd, done.
1: Oh my God. And you just committed just to your dumped,
0: mu- like you know what I mean. The Jew was like, "Yeah, anyways, dumped money into the renovation, had staff working, big brand new orders." We, we weren't manufacturing for ourselves yet, so that wasn't the that wasn't the problem. But we had we had spent a lot of money in growing into something bigger because we started five hundred square feet. Oh wow, it was small.
1: So your first shop it was at Cross Iron Mills. Yeah yeah and it was started off at 500 square feet yeah like was it a corner store
0: it it was uh it was um it was right in front of nike the nike outlet okay yeah there was a it used to be a little print shop ironically (laughs) but yeah so i yeah i I worked on it for about three months um and uh yeah we opened up and just again, we we outgrew it. So if I go back to the story where the kids are in line right. at the store, we were pulling out hoodies, we couldn't sell them fast enough. Like we couldn't pull them out yeah. of the box fast enough to sell them. I think we sold like a hundred hoodies one day. Wow. We were yeah, we were like, Whoa. This
1: is great. Um,
0: and that's yeah, my partners were like, We got something. Yeah. Like you have something, you got something. They want things that you create. So let's continue creating. Um, and yeah. So now you and
1: like suddenly you get like now this whole vibe and traction around your product new your brand and and you get a ghost email from somebody out of the country yeah it's like hey we can manufacture yep. this thing for how do you go about this what was the reply for people that are going through this process um how, well how should they approach this type of phishing emails as
0: well the biggest thing is i mean you, you i would hope somebody is you know m- smart enough to know that's a phishing email to start with they're not naive you know if it's too good to be true it's too good to be true i've been a victim of that myself uh that's number one number two be prepared to lose money be prepared to send you know your sample money five six seven eight ten thousand dollars whatever your whatever the amounts you're gonna get is and uh be prepared to lose that Oh. that's the number one thing um it's happened more than once do you ha-
1: oh really so yeah. people actually ripped you off oh yeah oh yeah oh, how yeah. did that happen do you mind um so
0: basically yeah so basically i was contacted and it was literally the exact same like it it's all the same i swear they must have a template they do right yes they do so and like the, the guy the my <laughs> my current manufacturer was no different at yeah. all um but yeah uh template whatever i reply we start chatting we take it off of emails and onto whatever signal whatsapp mm. da, da, da 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 my chat 100 different things and um you know they physically make the sweaters and everything and they show you photos and and then boom you're you know it just yeah then they
1: ask you for the wire yeah, transfer yeah 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 you get the wire production? transfer
0: like you do it all my yeah. man you know yeah. i i for, i was fortunate enough to use paypal this time oh because it wasn't too yeah. much. Yeah. So they kept on, m- multiple times it's happened. Um, they, they really push for a wire transfer, and at least with PayPal, your money's secure. So we were able to re- recover funds, but um, there's been a couple times where we haven't been able to. We were we were naive and it was too good of a story to be true. And we, we pushed the samples to production. They show us the samples over video. Everything looks good. We send them the money uh th- our deposit i should say months and months and months and months and every excuse under the sun and it just doesn't stop so at you know at one point you gotta swallow your pride and go i got scammed um so just
1: uh, the unfortunate
0: yeah truth. just be prepared <laughs> so if, if, realizing- if you're not if you're not willing to lose money i don't think business is for you and i think you can agree with me on that
1: 100 yeah
0: if you're not willing yep. to that that stack that you got if you're not willing to just set it on fire right now and watch it burn don't get into business
1: Because a lot of people, they get into business thinking that they're going to make money the next day. Yeah, no, it's not the
0: case. I worked three months, three months every day, nine to nine, without taking a paycheck out of the business. Every day.
1: Three months is 90 days straight working 12 hours a day.
0: I had to go to my mom and dad sometimes to go eat dinner. You know what I mean? And take leftovers from there to bring for lunch while I'm doing construction on the shop. Because there's no money coming in. Who's going to pay you? Yeah, you know, like how are you gonna how are you gonna generate funds? Yeah, and
1: for every small business, basically, like there's the startup phase. So now you have <coughs> your idea about this amazing product. Ideally, you want to be solving a problem or fixing something yeah. within the industry on your market niche. Yeah, that would be ideal. That's yeah. how you can build a lasting business. Then the second thing you're about to start. A lot of people start with the name and the logo. So first, I'm gonna st- ask you. How do you come up with your name and your logo? Okay. Then the second thing, is that something that people should start with?
0: Okay, um, so first thing, how I came up with the name and the logo. I was living in uh, Richmond at the time. I lived uh, I lived in Richmond, BC, right beside Vancouver for three years. Um, and I was managing a store called Blackwell. It was a shoe store. And... Um, I I was going to open a vape shop originally. This is what it was vape. originally. Yeah. Okay. So it was going to be a vape store in BC. I was going to stay there and it was never going to be clothing. The coolest
1: place for it. Like, yeah, it's BC like is like, everybody is on 420. Yeah, like, it's all yeah.
0: good. So, and it was going to be like a, like a premium, like what this, like, um, I forget what the shop sh- yeah, yeah, like how they're that premium cannabis yeah, yeah, shop. Yeah. So it was gonna kind of be not inspired by that because it, this was years before it, but it was gonna be in that realm a little bit more premium. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I'm not a nerd about vapes like that, so it switched into JD um, to my partners. Hey, JD, you know, you present me an idea, come with a business idea, and we'll consider it. We'll 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 we'll, we'll analyze it and see what's up. Brought them this idea um, of a clothing store. And they're like, okay, cool. Show me what you're going to do and what the name is going to be. So I'm sitting in Richmond and I'm like, there's a hundred names on a piece of paper. And my main focus was to create a common household brand name. The only way I was like, I was going through everything in my mind. I'm like, what can I make? How can I make this household? What's household? And I literally looked over at the fridge and I was like, milk everybody <laughs> has milk in their really? in there yeah
1: is that what it was that's like, how it happened
0: like that's literally that's literally the story i'm not even lying oh, yeah, that's amazing so so and I, I i don't think i've ever told anybody really this at all but i literally i look over at the fridge and i'm like milk i'm like that's <laughs> everybody's got milk and i like i sat on it for an hour. i'm smoking my hookah you know it's my day off and i'm sitting there. i'm like wow how, what could i do how could i make this happen um and then run comes in. I'm like milk run, and I'm like just I was so fixated on Nike. I think at the time yeah. that that's why the word run came into my mind. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was like milk run, milk run. And then I text my boy Joey. He's 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 a he's a marketer in LA. He does a lot. He's a big yeah. mogul. Shout out my boy Joey. Yeah. Um, and I'm like hey. Out of these five names, what's what's like the coolest name? Do you think? And he's like, "Bro, milk milk run is the coolest to me, and it sticks the most." Hundred percent. And then so I take that name, and I go to my assistant manager at Blackwell. Her name is Kyla. Shout out, shout out, my girl Kyla for hooking me up. Um, and we just. I, like she was super dope we just kind of connected on like an actual success level like yeah. we, we wanted the store to be successful things like that she wanted to grow into a manager there so i was helping her and i was telling her the idea of this store and um she's like well i do graphics i can help you out with it so i kind of like bounced. we just bounced ideas off each other and she sent me this one logo back and we just modified it as much like to, to where milk run logo is now and that's what happened. And that's a
1: milk jar today.
0: That's literally, that's what it, that's what that's happened. When
1: I looked up milk run, yeah. I was like, back in the days, like there, there used to be people collecting milk from yeah. these different farmers. Yeah and that's what's called the milk run yeah like, obviously and i'm like oh this is such a cool name and
0: so I'm we use we we play into the whole like milkman delivery vintage yeah. thing uh this this year around we did like a vintage sports idea yep. so summer of 69 just vintage sports vintage colors kind of thing but we all, we do do play into that like when milk was delivered there's always something in a collection because milk used to be delivered in canada yeah. Um, they'd like walk up with your glass jars drop yeah. it at your door yeah. through the chute so we always play into that like vintage era and take something from that nuance from that time whether it be a physical milk ad or just something f- that's vintagey
1: and it all started with an inspiration yeah from looking at the fridge
0: yeah <laughs> like yeah. the biggest
1: inspirations are in the
0: weirdest uh, spots like ever. y'all you you <laughs> never know man you never know yeah sometimes you go looking for it and like you go to the most wild abstract places and You know you do this you do that some some people like drinking or using or whatever i personally don't um i just like going in clear-headed and just yeah but it is the weirdest thing because i'll look at an icon (laughs) on my tv (laughs) screen or like on my computer screen i'm like oh boom like it just struck a chord for me so yeah yeah Yeah.
1: as long as it's a sparks inspiration Mm -hmm. and it's sort of basically uh new ideas why not yeah like that's that's what i tell people why did you do this why not yeah yeah
0: yeah, totally
1: and now the second part of the question a lot of people get hung up on the logo and that's the one thing they get stuck on but not having the actual product so when you went and you talked to your friend who was supposedly my partner okay so you presented them with the business idea and so we asked what is your business model going to be like, and how much money is that? How it wants. Um, so you had. Let me refer I to had the this question. business
0: idea. So they they presented me with a business idea. Yeah. I countered them. Okay. And in all honesty, I just reformulated their verbiage um, for the business idea, Good. and then they were like, "Okay, show me." When they, when when I say show me, like your ideas and your like store name and things like that. Um, that was like physically me drawing like napkin drawings <laughs> while I'm on FaceTime with these guys. Cause like, you know, you know, investors, they yep. move quick. You know what I mean? So like I had 30 second pitch drawing, trying to explain to them and they're like, okay, I kind of, I could kind of see what you want to do. Um, and that, that was just, I, I think they just believed in me more than anything. I think they just believed that I, that I wanted to have a business work. It could have been anything. It could have been a shoelace store which is another great idea. But yeah, it could have been anything in the world, I think. And as long as I was passionate about it, I'm pretty sure they probably would have believed in me and invested in me. Um, They were already there. So
1: it's more about the persona than the actual idea. I think so. I think so because- You make the idea happen. Yeah. You you are the ones that are going to put in the hours. Exactly. And the energy, not the product. Exactly.
0: And like this even goes back to when I was a hip hop artist, every kid i came across within or a fan i should say that i came across within three months of meeting them and interacting with them they were doing music you know what i mean they were trying to break into hip-hop and now i see all the kids right now I was just in mexico a couple of weeks ago and the amount of kids that were like i shouldn't say kids but young adults that were like how did you do it what do you do i want to do the same thing and it's like yeah but what are you really passionate about like clothing, you might love, you might like the idea of it because there's celebrities involved in it. And that's probably why you like it, which is why half the people I met wanted to be a rapper as well. It's because they see the celebrity, they see me on tour or whatever. Um, they, they It's like, do do what you're good at, really. Like, man, if you're good at math, go be an accountant, open your own accounting firm. You make way more money than trying to push t-shirts out the door, yep. right? And then the other part of that, too, is I want to tell the young kids if if you're worried about the money and the amount of money you're going to make, go get an education because that's the guaranteed ticket. Don't don't your passion isn't going to make you your billions of dollars. You know what I mean? It can if you're lucky. And if I'm lucky, it'll happen to me. Um, But don't chase the money is the biggest thing is what I'm trying to say. Right when you have a passion, just you, 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 your passion's business. I can tell you love creating brands. You know, you you have your makeup brand. You work construction. You built this. That's crazy. Um, That's you are diversified. You're not focused on one thing. Where kids get so fixated nowadays on one thing that they'll dump all their money in to somebody in an email, and then now poof, right? And then they resent it, and then they resent being a creative or trying new things. Um, so that's that's like one of the biggest things that I stand by uh, when it comes to my business is I got the passion for it. I'll grind it out. I worked, you know, 90 days. So unless you're willing to do that for, for that, I don't know. You know you know where I'm going with that? Yeah. yeah.
1: I was at your store and I saw how your team members were passionate about the way they talk about the products and they present it and they're trying... Not to make a sale as much as it is to educate mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. customers, and I appreciated that. How did you build that culture, uh, given the fact that you're a small business and you're an early stage brand?
0: Um, so my, I treat like my staff is like my family to me. I spend so much time with them every day, um, so they're they're heavily involved with the. F- the actual making of the lifestyle and the actual collections themselves um so i i'll show them everything coming out i'll take all of their advice i'll take their influence um i let them drive a lot of the bus when it comes to the shop i let them drive a lot of the bus um and selling that lifestyle and that's I, when, when I hire them and, and get to know them a little bit more, I exaggerate the fact that you're, you're here to sell the lifestyle of what we do. And I want to make you successful so that you can be the person you want to be, whether you want to go buy a new car or, you know, fresh haircut every Friday or whatever it is, whatever you want to do. I want to be able to bit, get you to that level in my company. Um, and that, that I just have a passion for my staff. I think really, I think that's why it came come why it comes across that way in the shop from them um they get you know they get uh, my uh, assistant manager ron helped me design this um i look at him every time a collection comes up i'm like hey what what do you think the color palette's going to be for you know next year's spring and i'll do it like i'll i'll uh, yeah Yeah, yeah yeah and i showed them that they matter to me and like they're my frontline soldiers you know I got to make sure they got ammunition to go fight the war. Cause if not, then who's we're, gonna win y- the war? yeah, yeah. Like we're, <laughs> you know, so that's, that's why I think it, that's, and that's why I think it works. Yeah.
1: So usually when you hire your first employee, it just happened because you're too busy doing transactions. And yep. so. It's not just, when was this time that when you hired your second employee?
0: Um. So I had had, when I, opened the shop i had hired three employees right off the jump uh, that's a
1: big commitment
0: yeah yeah And have, like, mall hours 12 hours a day you know what i mean so yeah. I, I i was able to work them part-time great part-time part-time hours i should say okay. and actually the very first shop i hired somebody that i used to work with in retail back in the day it's my homie aj yeah. and um, he he actually told me to do the lucky cat hoodie. Like we were designing things and I, he was like, yo, you should do something. He's Filipino. He's like, you should do something Asian inspired. I don't know why he said that to this day. I haven't even asked him actually. And that's, I just, I typed in like Asian inspired artwork and I think I saw the, the clip art of the cat and that's like, yeah. So go, yeah, that's, yeah.
1: I haven't checked that one out. I have
0: to go check it out. So yeah, I hired three staff. we link
1: a photo on the video. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, I had three staff. Um they all three of those people don't work for me anymore uh, this shop grew and I went and poached people from other shops uh, yep. I I took store managers assistant managers I walked around the mall you know multiple days and I just chatted with people asked like I, I talked to the charismatic people the most The most loudest person in that store who was working i'd go talk to them and see if they like their job what they're getting paid things like that let them know who i am and that's yeah that's what happened that's that's how i got uh almost all of my staff right now i'm not gonna lie i just when you see something in somebody and you know you believe that they could contribute to 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 your shop's energy i guess to say uh you like you don't sleep on that right yeah so yeah, that's, that's that's what happened. And that would have been uh, 2020 in the second shop. I would have had three new staff after that. So it would have walked over there with four people because um, I had lost a couple in the beginning stages. How
1: did you manage Truco with, with three staff members that were just hired with a brand new store that had just opened?
0: Um, I worked a lot with them, like day in and day out. Uh, like when I say I was there almost every day, I was there almost every day. Yeah. Um, maybe half day sunday i wasn't there and i just go home get a little nap eat some dinner and be back there monday so there's a lot of hands-on with them um a lot of patience yeah listening a lot of feedback yeah (laughs) you know
1: yeah when i first came around your product it was a customer that actually brought it to our store yeah and he wanted to customize it yeah and i'm like oh this is a really nice t-shirt and that's when i first Looked at your website. I phoned in. Yeah. You picked up the phone. Yeah, yeah. Do you still do customer service? Oh yeah. Why would you do that?
0: What, in terms of what though? Like in why wouldn't I? Like you know, why like a lot
1: of a lot of so claim. I'm a CEO. So now you made it a little bit. Now you have staff. You have a store, and you're gonna let your people just go in about. It's like no, I'm the, gonna be the guy who's chilling in Mexico because I have these brands. Well, or I mean, I, that I, I could be, but <laughs> like
0: that, I don't, I don't, I don't, th- I, I don't think that would help my brand per se. And then you lose your integrity with your staff because they just, you know, like, oh, this guy, I did all the work, you know, like I, 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 I have so much love for my brand that if somebody needed something or any type of service, like I'd love to help them out. I just. That's just the person I am. Um, Not going to say I'm not going to go enjoy my time when I, when I can, obviously, but man, I always would, I probably always will work in the shop at least, even if we blow up Supreme level, I'll always be there Friday, Saturday. We'll always go Brock the shop Friday, Saturday, sell the lifestyle, shake hands, meet the kids, let them take photos. you enjoy it
1: and it's your passion. man, why not?
0: Right? Like, I love that. That's, that's, that's You get to physically see and feel the energy of your consumers that are so obsessed with your brand. Like, damn, give me, I want to be there. Like, put me in there, man.
1: So you guys basically, main niche, you're selling lifestyle through these trendy new collections, you design those yourself and yes. you manufacture them yourself. Yes. You also have mentioned that you you manufacture your own yarn. You buy that separately then you yes. make your own fabric. How yes. do you go about that? How do you get started in that?
0: Um so that and I won't lie, I, I my manufacturer handles all the making of the yarns. Yep. Um he handles everything all on my all, all on my behalf. Uh two and a half years of constant, constant messaging has created that for me. Have you um, traveled to them yet? Not yet. Not yet. You planning yes, to do so? Yes. Cause when I go, oh <laughs> man, like the 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 amounts that I'll be able to create there just by l- looking at the fabrics, touching them, feeling them, and just being like, oh no, make this, make, make this, make this, make this jacket, do this, da 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 da, da. it's it won't even be fair. Like it'll be, man
1: you you did it differently than when i did when i first started my cosmetic line is i actually traveled to every country yeah and I met with these local suppliers because I want to feel that. And I did it also recently with the Rocket clothing line. Yeah. We traveled to Bangladesh and Turkey.
0: Yeah.
1: I wanted to touch the fabric because for me, it was like, there's that sort of trust. I don't know if you sending me a ghost email, if it's a phishing yeah. email. Yeah. Yeah. You want to take my money? I want to see. Do you have a factory? Do you really own what you're yeah. claiming you have? Yeah. Or yeah. are you just a broker? Because a lot of p-
0: so Yeah, there's a lot of brokers. Yeah. Trust me. How oh, many
1: yeah. people did you have to jungle in between before you find the right oh, partner to oh
0: man with. we sure we probably had like 30 different vendors maybe even more that i had to deal with and work with and work through um and this the the worst th- i shouldn't say the worst the biggest challenge for this was this isn't invented mm-hmm. so i can't go buy this and send it to to my factory and be like, yo, try to imitate this or show me what happens when you try to imitate this. Um I've sent my t-shirt to other factories for them to try to imitate it. And it's like we laugh at what comes back. It's oh, wow. it's great. It's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's amazing
1: to hear that. You have trusted partners that are really good at what they're doing. Yeah. And so and then you can rely on them.
0: Yeah. So so yeah, I spent again, so we get the email, whatever, spent two and a half years. Constant, mess. and when I say constant, and the time change too. My 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 day starts at nine a.m. and it doesn't stop till probably like two thirty a.m. Yeah. and that's just every day, Sunday to Sunday, every day doesn't matter. That's just what it has to take to run the business to get it there to the level. I still do it to this day, um, and yeah, just that's that. The the attention to detail is is where I think the success of this came out of. Um, your first year, what would you
1: say is like? Do you mind sharing your figures, your revenue wise?
0: Um, yeah, we did just the first year,
1: the very first year of a brick and mortar store. starting with three hundred three hundred followers on Instagram. Yep, that's very impressive.
0: Yeah, it 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 was a challenge. Don't get me wrong. There was there was times where you know it was challenging. Um, another factor to that I think was the only mall open in bc alberta and saskatchewan was cross iron mills so that i mean i don't know how much it helped but it helped um i did curbside delivery i didn't let anything stop me from selling is what basically happened um i worked every like i worked six days a week during covid and i opened the shop at 10 o'clock online orders people would phone in orders emt me Pay an extra fifteen bucks for shipping, like on the EMT, so I could ship it out to them. So, like, there wasn't anything I didn't do to make sure that uh, I was I was generating sales during that time either. So,
1: so where do you want to take your brand from this level to three and a half years later? JD is of Milk Run today, the brand founder. If knowing what you know, where do you see the next three and a half years like?
0: Um. Well it, uh, it's tough to say where I want to take it and where I see it going. Um, I want to go international with it. I want to be able to get it on the backs of, of the, the forefathers of the trendsetters internationally, whether that be the skaters or the rappers or the singers or the cooks or whatever it is. Um, I want to get it on internationally and I want to be able to it, reinvent the wheel isn't the right saying, but introduce these shirts to the world because I know it, people will go crazy over it. Um, I followed streetwear. F- I couldn't even tell you for how long I tried to buy the rights of crooks and castles when okay. I was 17 years old. Yeah. So this is like how long I followed streetwear for. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just the, just, just the pure passion and time spent on loving t-shirts alone Um, I think is, is, is why, uh, is, is, is why I want to take it to that level. Um, Yeah.
1: Two, two last questions. (coughs) Probably prepare for those. Why do you think people should buy your product?
0: Um, Not only do we pride in our quality, but the insurity of our quality. Like if anything goes wrong with our clothing at any stage, you know, where we're at, bring it back to us. If it's, a two-year-old T-shirt, I'm not going to be able to give you a new one because we'll be sold out of it, that print specifically, um, but we'll repair it. Not only that, our designs, super limited, very limited quantities. Um, they're all original. Nothing's like, you know, grabbed off the internet and this and that, where we are now, I should say. Um yeah, I mean, if you guys haven't if, if if you guys haven't tried on one of my t shirts, come in and you'll know why I want you to buy the brand.
1: <laughs> my staff was super excited. Yeah. about Yeah, like we can't wait to have it. It's just it different,
0: here. like yes. it's you know, and like I said, like you can't go. When I was making this t shirt, you couldn't go the cotton for t shirts. You couldn't go buy something to show. Three hundred
1: fifty GSMs like, is something that show. just does not exist yeah. in the first place. No, you, you couldn't show it anyway. Yeah,
0: so the the time spent into that is i i think in my mind i've made the perfect t-shirt um but come try it for yourself and tell me because i love feedback and i'll make something different
1: amazing and one last question how would you like to be remembered
0: um Man, that's I didn't read this far down the questions. <laughs> I was at work too. <laughs> yeah, just as a nice guy, humbled guy. That's uh that's it, man. I just want to make the world a better place than than it was when I when I when I was here. That's really it. Um, mm-hmm. when I want to be remembered from this podcast is because I got the dopest brand in Calgary right now.
1: <laughs> amazing, well, JD, thanks for coming hey, in. Thanks, my it's man. It's a pleasure to have you in. It's a and pleasure to be here. Stay tuned for the Rocket Podcast where we interview local brand founders and their amazing product and the big change they're making in the community. Thank you.
0: Hey, anytime.
1: Amazing. That was fantastic.